nalema kulila misozi Nikayanga na banja latu Kupadu atinabatwa mushe Kwa malelo lipazulika Nikale tinangalapo kondwela Lelo eka Titikumbukila kweta chokela Amai kubutika mutima Mazoti tazisoa Ni maona misozi masomwake Ni mafuto wabale ni mafuto Good morning and welcome to Zambia Blog Talk Radio. It is Saturday, uh, January the 25th, and we are so glad that you chose to join us and to spend your weekend with us today. And we are... Family, you have 
uh, what I'm trying to say, Princess, is the world in courts and courts had never heard of Princess Mobi or Monica Heisenberg until that evening you held that, that microphone. So tell us, my simple question to begin our discussion is, who is Princess Mumbi? What is your family lineage? Okay, so um, good afternoon, everybody. Good morning. I don't know where you're listening um, from in the whole world. Um, I'm really honored that you would take this time to join us. Um, I think that whenever people come together, um, for the for for the discussion and exploration of ideas, it's it's a sacred time. It's a holy time um, because we it's, it's time out of our lives. So from the time we are born to the time we die, how do we spend our lives? And I'm so honoured that you would take um, <clears throat> time to, to to spend an hour with Ms. Dankama and I as we uh, you know ho just explore ideas. So. Um, because because we you've introduced Princess Mumbi, Princess Mumbi has I, I always been there. Hello. Uh, go ahead. Hello. Uh -huh. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. So what I'm saying is that Princess Mumbi has always existed. Um, she's always been there. My family and friends have known about her. Um, mm -hmm. my, my school friends in, in England have always known about her. So in my private life, people, um, some people took it seriously. Some people thought I was just, just joking because they say, oh, there's a, everybody's a prince in Africa or everyone's a prince in Nigeria <laughs> and so on and so forth. And I think um, you, you sort of didn't respond to that kind of thing because you're a child and, you know, you think, why are they saying that? And everybody's a prince, right? Oh. But what they were basically saying is that they were coming into in touch with people from royal houses, except they didn't know that, but we did. The simple reason being that when um, the the missionaries, shall we call them, I like to talk about missionaries, I don't like to give the other people time, the other people who came here, um, is that they first targeted the royal houses, they targeted the kings and the chiefs and the headmen and, and educated their children and when they uh, put up missions you'll uh -huh. find that there's usually a lot of minerals in those areas so if we explore where the missions are you'll find that in some of those places, they're, they're quite interesting minerals and, and gemstones, et cetera, et cetera, that aside. So you found, find that perhaps in uh, uh, most African countries, the, the, the demographic that then rose to power after independence tended to be um, the, the children or, and grandchildren of those chiefs and kings and so oh. on. And they took the, they, 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 they then translated their traditional leadership into this national leadership. Yes. But obviously, I don't, again, you know, people, when I say I don't know, I'm not saying that I'm an ignorant person. All I am saying is that there is so much information that is required for what is, I would accept, as me having enough knowledge to speak about something. Uh -huh. And that's exactly what I said, is that I went to the debate on Bill 10. Because yes. 
there are all sorts of allegations, allegations rather. And I'm so tired of our leaders fighting and leaving the population bruised and battered. It's like if you grow up in a home where your parents are always fighting. It's, it's, it's detrimental and actually extremely damaging to the child. Equally, when the politicians, the civic leadership, the judiciary, everybody is fighting and squabbling, so the population is absolutely exhausted and bruised. So I said, okay, let me go and listen to what this Bill 10 is about. Okay. Um, so, 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 yeah. So what time did you get I there? Say, what time did you get there? I got there. I got there about, um, I, I got there about, it must have been just after 6 p.m. And it okay. was absolutely packed, absolutely packed. I mean, standing room only. It's just that, you know, I was with another princess from, oh. from you know, Luapola. And we just decided to sit near the front. So, because I wasn't actually wearing my glasses that day and I couldn't actually see the panelists. So I don't know. Obviously, I'm familiar with Linda Cassonde and Honorable mm -hmm. Sebastian Coppolande is actually a very good friend of mine. But we have ideological differences like you wouldn't believe. But he's a very <laughs> he and his wife are very dear friends of mine. Um, uh, his wife is just the most um, ah, she's such a beautiful person. But anyway. Um, so when I say I don't know about the history of African countries in terms of the transition from traditional leadership to national leadership, I'm really saying, but for Zambia, the scenario that I have painted is actually accurate. Okay, mm. But obviously, we all know what happened during um, uh, uh, President Kaunda's time. We know, I think we know what happened. So some people were marginalized, and then that's when people realized who is capitalist, who is socialist, and the mm -hmm. capitalists were, I think, persecuted. And, and, you know, I know that a lot of the, a lot of the Catholics were um, targeted because they tended to be, tended to be capitalists and wanted Zambia to now um, really exploit its, its potential and its, its uh, resources because, you know, after the, um, the oil embargo and, and you know, the, we were depending too much on, on copper. And so there's a group of men who started saying, look, why don't we do something else? But that obviously was a threat to certain people. And then that the iron fist came, came down um, very hard. So Princess Mumbi uh, has always known her lineage. Okay. Um, in fact... Yeah, so my great-grandfather was a paramount chief, and that's what the, the, the British also did. They came here and reduced our king to chief. To chiefs, Now, yes. there are chiefs, yeah, there are chiefs, but the, we had kings, okay, and there's a difference. Yes. Um, there's a book, and I can't remember the, the author of the book, but those of you who do come from uh, tr traditional ruling families or, or, or uh, royal establishments or anybody who is interested, it's, it's, it's a book called Old Money, and it's written by an American. Forgive me, I would look it up. It's on my phone. I just forget the, the author. Um, they include they include um, African chiefs and families those families mm. in old money. So I hear a lot of my you know friends, childhood friends, um, nieces, cousins speaking about old money. And then you have other people who say, oh, there's no old man money in Africa. All money is new money. But actually the that is considered old money is because there was a system that we had. We had a system of wealth. We ha what was the land all about? 
You know, mm. why were we fighting wars to get more land? You know, why were we expanding our empires? That was wealth, as we have seen today. It is still wealth. Um, so my lineage is something that I've always known about. Uh, the Riza the tribe is actually a homogenous tribe um, stretching from the north to the east. We actually form 1% of the Zambian population. It's just that we don't say that we're Riza. People think some people are Bemba. Those mm. of us in the East who, because of the Chewa Prince killing us, changed our names to, 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 to Eastern names. So people don't actually know who Rizas are. And uh, the royal establishment has um, uh, advised me not to actually name <laughs> who the Rizas are. But you would be shocked at how many prominent Rizas there are and how many are still... Um, in government, um, okay. but I can say I can say that President Michael Sata was visa. Um, he might have been part Ushi, I don't know, but we claim him. He was visa um, from Mpika, and he started mm -hmm. the Patriotic Front, as we know. So okay. some people are saying, oh, it's just a small, insignificant tribe, but I think uh, that'll be cleared up at a later date, exactly who the visa are. So I've always known my lineage. It's, mm -hmm. it's part of my story, and I've, I've, I was told about it. Uh, I used to sit at my grandfather's feet. I was very fond of it. His father was the king, and also cousins from the village would also speak into me and I didn't learn the Lugarunda history from books, I learned it from my family and okay. it is then backed up by it is backed up by written histories mm. so there we are <laughs> uh, let's get to the we only have an hour here and we have a lot to talk about yes. but uh, I'll, skip some, yes. I'll, I'll skip some things so he, he, when right. you and I when you and I talked the other day I said to you, yes. there were three things that stood out in your time uh -huh. at that event at Intercontinental. So you told me that yes. you got there around 6 p.m. And yes. when, uh, what's his name? State Council, what's his name? State Council responded to John your, Sangwa. John Sangwa responded to your comment. He yes. had the courtesy to mention that. It's almost 2200 hours, 10 p.m., and we are still here. Now, yes. I, I just want yes. people to get the time frame of space it took you from the time you got there to the time you got the microphone. So you get the microphone, you are introducing yourself, and the moderator says, please get to the point or to the question. And you said, we have time. We have time. Did you feel like he was patronizing you because you're a woman? No, I didn't, I didn't feel that he was patronizing me because I was a woman. I honestly felt that he was trying to do his job. But okay. there, might be an element, uh, there might be an element of him thinking that he could do that because I'm a woman. I don't know. We'd need to ask him. Mm. But you see, what has, what has happened since is that I've spoken to so many different people. Mm -hmm. And we, there's so much we, we need to look at. There's so many important things that we need to be discussing um, in, in the home, in, in our families, extended families, in offices, and so on. So when, when I first, um, uh, I'm a returnee. When I first came back in 2004, 
Princess, we are having. Uh, okay, your line was. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, I don't know. My phone since last Friday has not been itself. It's been misbehaving. It's clicked. It's cut off. It's I don't know. It's it's behaving as though it has a personality of its own. So I don't know. <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> we can. Chairman, what's that sound? What do you think that sound is? The feedback, it's me here. Yeah. Oh, you don't have anything on in the background computer or anything like that? No, maybe I'm speaking through uh, an earphone. Let me remove the earphone and then make sure. Okay, yeah, those things tend to have issues. Hello, uh, is that is that better? That's perfect. Hello? That's perfect, yes. Is that now now you're a bit fuzzy, but I'll try and, and, and really strain to hear you. So when I came back, I realized that when I was introducing corporate coaching and executive coaching into the corporate environment here, mm-hmm. there were so many um, cultural blind spots that I had. Now, they're not because I'm not Zambian enough. It's because all, within Zambia, there are so many different cultures um, that it's, it's not a given that we all have the same culture. We don't. Like I met somebody um, uh, this afternoon who came up, a lady who came up and said to me, oh, you know, that was so, we really appreciate you saying that because women mm-hmm. are actually carrying the burden of, of, yes. of, of what's going on. And it's exhausting. And women psychically, whether, we, whether you don't know, people say I'm a feminist, I have no idea that I'm a feminist, but women also have a, a psychic requirement. It's a, it's a psychic, we need security. We need security. We, we incubate lives in our bodies. So we need security. We need to feel we're secure in order for us to do certain things. We need to feel that we're secure and, and in order to give to, 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 you know, to everybody that needs us to give. So you find that if women are stressed, who suffers first? It's the children. They get shouted at. We, you know, then they say, no, these women are rude. No, you, we, mm-hmm. we have too much. We're carrying too much of the burden. So these cultural blind spots, um, you know, just showed me that Zambia is, is full of different cultures. So, for instance, I can only speak for myself. My mother mm-hmm. is Tumbuka. And Tumbukas are said to make the best wives because they're very strong women, extremely strong women. But they're quiet and they're submissive on the surface, right? On the surface. <laughs> on the surface. Right? On the surface, they're quiet and submissive. On my father's side, coming from matrilineal, coming from royalty, we are out spoken. We are a nuisance. Why? Because there's no difference between men and women. In the olden days, it would be the women who said, this place is no good for us. We're moving. The men would say, okay, because they would trust us because that was our role. That, that's what we had to do. This is a bad place we're going. Okay. So um, this lady comes up to me and says, thank you so much for you know, what, what you said, because you know, women were brought up to be submissive. So I said, I thought, this is very strange. I said, well, you know, what tribe are you? She says, oh, I'm half Visa, half Bemba. I said, hmm, okay, that's interesting. Then I said, are you royalty? And she said, no. Now, in the last week, I've mm. spoken to four, three other princesses. And when I say princesses, I'm not talking about people who are now just claiming. No, I'm talking about women who have always known their princesses, it's just that we don't use titles in this urban society. And somebody said, oh, if you are a princess, what is the word for princess in, uh, in, in, in vernacular? 
And I said, I don't know, because when people see me, they call me Wenfumo. So our, our language, when they call me Wenfumo, it doesn't mean that I am the chieftainess. It means that I come from, I come from, you see? So whenever my father went back to the village, people would address them as Wenfumo, you see? Because he okay. is the grandson of. So, 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 no, I didn't feel that he was patronizing me because it's not in my consciousness to feel. But whatever someone else is trying to do, Mr. Nkama, I don't really engage or invest in why they might be doing something. I'm looking at why are we even, why are we even discussing? What is the objective of this? What discussion? is the objective of the discussion? Okay, yes. let, me, let me take you to something. Yeah. Let me take you to something else. Uh, the country has been betrayed. It's been hijacked. We're being held yeah. hostage. Yeah. Explain. Right. So um, I, I've had to go back because, uh, first of all, just very quickly, I mm. left the education system here when I was grade six. That's when I went to, to study abroad because, mm. you know, the Catholic schools were being privatized, and I think I've been through that before. So off we went in grade six. So I, I never made up for that lost knowledge of our local curriculum. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's what I'm going to do with the children. Whatever curriculum they end up studying, I also want them to have the Zambian curriculum because I find that there's so much knowledge, especially geography and history, that I, I, I lost. And I just haven't made the time. I've been busy kissing orphans on the streets and that kind of thing to, to, to study it. So... Apparently, from 1993, uh -huh. the politicians have been trying to use the Constitution for their own ends. And, mm. you know, you had Chilua with his third term. We have this situation right now. And I don't like someone to tell me, oh, these guys are doing whatever. I like to think that I'm somebody who is quite fair. Uh -huh. I'm brutally honest about myself and other people. And, but if you're in a position of leadership, you must be taken to task. So this Bill 10, going back to the genesis, and I'm so sorry, listeners, that I didn't have time to actually interview the people that I wanted to interview. I, I've got work that I need to do for myself and feed my children. So the genesis was that in 2016, when uh -huh. um, the election result was, was announced, and then the opposition took, um, took the matter to court, there was just so much confusion as how this should be handled because it's never been done before. And so our constitutional court was, was found wanting. But our system means, says that if the majority of judges, I think there were five judges, three found before and two against, so the majority mm -hmm. won and that verdict carried, right? So from that process, the opposition said, look, things are not clear in the, in the Constitution uh, regarding what should happen in such a case. So we need to revisit this. So they went to, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody who's listening, this is something that I've had to quickly try and digest within a week. They then started a process where they wanted the laws looked at, electoral laws looked at. But I understand that um, uh, who, who wanted the... So PF is, was in exactly the same um, position as the UPNDR with MMD in that yes. they uh -huh. didn't want the law, they, they wanted the law changed or, 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 or the equivalent. So I'm confusing myself. So anyway, it was taken to the Ministry of Justice. The churches got involved. They said, you two 
have to sit down because honestly, if there was any any time where Zambia was almost thrown into civil strife, it was 2016. It was terrible. It was frightening. I almost exported my children. It was really, really bad. I don't know if in the rural areas it was that bad, but it was getting really hectic. The violence and intimidation was getting really bad. So a meeting was arranged in Fiavonga. And again, I wanted to find out exactly who. I know that all the political parties were involved, and I don't know which churches were involved. And that meeting, I don't know what the name was called, but that is what became the national, uh, the NDF, mm. the National Dialogue Forum, where, you know, it was supposed to be a discussion about what happened and, and, and uh, um, electoral violence and so on and so forth. Now, from the NDF being a forum, um, it suddenly went to the NDF Act. So from, go, from, from discussing electoral reform, but not, not formally, and electoral mm. violence, it suddenly went, let's have a, an amendment to the bill. So the opposition said, no, that's not what it was for. This is shorthand, people. Please do some of your own work. I will be doing um, interviews individually with the players. It's, I, I might call it Princess Mumbi Investigate. So I'll be talking to people who were at the original Siavonga uh, meeting, who then went to the NDF, and then who actually sat in the forum once it became an act to now um, draft, to have this recommendations for this bill to be drafted. So at some point, UPND walked away, and uh -huh. so did the Catholic Church. For me, it's an alarm bell. So my cousin, who has been talking me through some of it, said, well, you know, the UPND was sulking and the Catholic Church was sulking because, well, these are my words. This is not what he said, but this is basically the gist of the conversation. The Catholic Church is uh, sulking because they've lost the influence that they had. Um, you know, from uh, President Kaunda's days, they've been losing that. People have been um, leaving the church and going to join the Pentecostals. And so now the Pentecostals form the majority of Christians, right? So the Christians themselves have differences, okay? Now, I said I would sooner trust the Catholic Church, one, because of their intellectual rigor, Two, I think they are objective because they cover the whole country. They're not localized. We don't say the, that the Christian church is found only in, in one area particularly. But you could say the same as UCZ, and that was a chasm, wasn't there? There was the Dutch and then UCZ. They, they came from Dutch and split. But these are, you know, established churches. And, of course, the Pentecostals must have their say. But for me, the fact that the Catholic Church stayed away from the process already means that a great mm -hmm. swathe of the population, including a lot of my family, are not being represented in terms of their faith. Why okay. did they stay away? The politicians are like, that's their problem. Why did they stay away? So then we get to bill number 10. Now, when they say through these organizations, again, I will be looking for which organizations better than NDF, and I will be going to them and interviewing them and finding who they sent. Because now you must understand that people are given allowances to sit in those forums. Of course. Before, shall I? Uh -huh. Of course. Now, I know a couple of, of faces that went there that have no business. No. <laughs> I can't say who they are. They have no business in that <laughs> forum. None. What? However, why do you say that? Why, why do you say that? No, because first of all, first of all, I would expect that it, you're saying to me you mm. had an opportunity to submit or to be part of this. 
I have looked at the bill and mm-hmm. in, in my spare time, and I'm tired already just looking at that, because now the bill is asking me to go back to the Constitution. And the, wealth, the way the bill was drafted doesn't seem very logical. It's all over the place. So you're jumping in and out of the Constitution in different places. It didn't start with um, Article 1 of the Constitution, and then it goes, you know, in, 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 in sequence. It's all mm-hmm. over the place. It, it was drafted, it, it, well, very disorganized. I'm not saying it's wrong because I'm not a drafter. So, so you're having to cross-reference. But there are a couple of people who went onto a, a friend's page on Facebook who are mouthing off the most vile things and uh, personal attacks on me and my family. But what I'm saying is that those of you who are so clever, can you please put somewhere where you have read <laughs> bill number 10 and where you have cross-referenced it the Constitution, uh-huh. and then me, who are sitting in that debate, I will come and I will raise the points that both John Sangwa and Linda Kasonde raised, and then my own points, because the more I uh, investigate this thing, the more questions I also have about the bill itself and the articles that are in there. Case in point, the Constitution recognizes mm-hmm. customs law, and your, all your highnesses are not part of the legis- legislature. How is that possible that you could recognize my law as the traditional leader and yet I don't participate in the lawmaking of the country? That is one thing that we need to put in Bill Number 10, okay? Because uh-huh. as a, as a, as a, as a descendant of a, a king and part of a royal establishment, it means that my authority is not represented in the Constitution. That is a problem. Because yeah. You recognize my customary law. You understand? Uh-huh. Right? So there's so many things like that. And mea culpa, it was my fault. Why didn't I participate? Because when I saw that these people were squabbling after that Siavonga meeting, then people saying, no, that was not the, the purpose of the Siavonga meeting was for, you know, peaceful elections and so on and so forth. And maybe some of the lacunas that happened, in, you know, that were made evident in, in, in the petition but it wasn't supposed to then jump and go uh, into creating districts and uh, sorry new constituencies and uh, um, coalition governments and so it wasn't meant to be for that. That's why they said no. That's that's not why we went to see Avonga to okay. have a meeting. You mm-hmm. see, so, let's, so, let's, so let's, let's, there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finish the, finish the phrase, and then I want you to address something. So what I was going to say is that Bill 10, the, 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 Bill 10 is not contentious from a, just a, a layman's point of view. So Bill 10 is no, sorry, Bill, Bill 10 is no longer contentious, contentious just because um, uh, of, of the process. So mm-hmm. Honorable Copelander is talking about the process. We followed the process. I can follow the process of cooking in Shima, but if I put poison in that in Shima, someone will die. But I followed the process of, of course. cooking in Shima. You understand? Yes. So, so that is, don't come with me. Go, don't, the, I've already picked holes in your process, and I'm going to prove why some people are not represented, have not been represented um, in the process. But the, the, the main problem with Bill 10 uh-huh. is that trust, in the government has been completely, totally, and utterly eroded. Trust in the political parties has been eroded. The people feel leaderless. They mm. just feel that these people who are squabbling, whether it's the, the, the opposition, they just feel that these people are just in it for themselves, 
and they really don't care about us, and it's just about them. So there's this great chasm between the politicians and the people seeking power and the people, and there's no trust. So we don't even know who to listen to. The judiciary seems to be completely compromised, completely compromised. They themselves can't decide amongst themselves. And the reason why we didn't participate, what are we doing? We're busy trying to make a living. We're busy trying to bring up children. We're busy trying to, to nurse uh, the sick and the elderly. Mm-hmm. You know, we're busy trying to, to, to make sure orphans are not dying by, 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 by their hundreds. So while we are doing all of this, we think, oh, the judiciary and, and the lawmakers and the executive have our interests at heart. They'll sort it out. They'll sort it out. I was sure to find that they've made a big mess. So now I'm saying, no, I'm coming in. I've got people in Chivande, where I come from, uh-huh. and there's the whole visa royal establishment. There are people who can't read and write. How were they represented? So I'm stepping in to say, no, 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 hang on. Let's look at this again. Is this the most, like John, uh, John Sangwa, state council said, mm. right now, Ms. Nkama, this is not the most critical thing that we should be doing with our No, it's not. It's not. And, 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 and I'll tell you this, Princess. I'll tell you this. I said this to you when you and I spoke during the week. I said, my comment on that clip of you speaking was, I said this fresh voice to the conversation. This is the reason I say that. Because, you see, we have strong leaders, people who are speaking for the masses, okay? If, you see, here's the problem we have in the country. You are a fresh voice to this conversation because when Laura speaks, people say, ni Laura, if you have. When Pamela Chisanga speaks, people say, Varivashita, uh, these people who run in NGOs have been voted yes, by the oh, West. Right. Yes, okay? Yes, yes. You are a fresh voice to this. I don't know whether you realize what you have started here. My question, my next question to you is that you are a, what, what's the word? You are a business owner. You, you operate enterprises. You, you employ people. Um, I did. What, I did. You don't anymore? I've had to get rid of everybody. I, 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 well, I was growing very slowly as, as a, you know, self-funded because uh, funding is very expensive, and and I was also doing many things. But okay, she dropped. Chairman, uh, <laughs> listen, chairman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Of course, in the process of talking, she's covering a lot of questions that <laughs> I, I have to ask her. Yeah, so I don't need yeah. to stick to the script. I mean, Clotilda, good morning, everybody here, Dr. Monsanje, and uh, uh, no, I don't need to stick to the script. If she's saying what, you see, for me, here, here is something that she has said, uh, which is very critical to me. Uh, let, let me try to get rid of this because she called on my line. She couldn't get through the ZBTR line for some reason. Um, how do I cancel this conference call so that she can call Oh, me? hi, hi, I'm here. Sorry, my okay. phone goes off. Did you lose me? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hi, can you still hear me clearly? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. You see, I was just about to oh, tell I... my friend, I was about to say to my friends here that when you, when you went off a little bit, you see, one of the key words that you've used is that 
You see, when our leaders are fighting, it's just another way of putting when two elephants fight, it's the grass that suffers. The people are bruised. The people are battered. So you just said you have to let go of your workers, your employees, and the reason I was going that route is that, of course, I was trying to do a lot of reading and research about what you do here and there. Do our leaders have an idea that our problem is not constitutional, it's economical? Do they have a clue about that as a business person? I, I really, really do not think they have a single clue. None. And if they do, they simply don't care. Period. That's I think the that's the issue. Is that, that's the way they're behaving. I don't want to accuse anyone of, of anything. I think sometimes they make the right noises. But when, in order to translate that into action, I don't know. For instance, again, I'm so sorry, listeners. I wish I had, had enough time, but I just thought it was very important when Mr. Nkama approached me. I thought it was very important just to... Um, you come and, and, and just speak to maybe people who hadn't seen me speak or hadn't watched the interview that Simon Mowalane had done. But even mm-hmm. that, people took, <laughs> people took my words and twisted them all over the place. They, they will do that. Z- Princess, yeah, Zandans will do that. You see, let, let me make the, the, Sorry the, to interrupt you. There are a lot of nonsense yes. being said about on Facebook, okay? He, 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 yes. That's why my yes. friend Roger says he's going to start his own church and the only thing will be love there. We find it easy to put a Satanist ancestral worship tag on people. Then I told the friend on Facebook, please shut up. I'm going to have a conversation with Princess Mr. Mr. Period. Mr. Kama, Mr. Yeah. Kama, Mr. Kama, you're... An ancestor is simply somebody who was before your grandfather. Yeah, and the Bible, the Bible does address ancestors, Abraham's ancestors, and all those. I don't yeah, know what these people are. Uh, yeah, address the economic issue and whatever. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. It goes back. I mean, we always say, oh, it's just like Mike. I have a nephew who, who, who is like a. He behaves like my father, like his body language, the things he does. And my sister watches this little person and just looks at him like, eh. Because the, the things, like the way he, 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 I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, but the way he watches television, he has exactly the same body language as my father, which for a small boy is strange. You know, he sounds like a little old man and then really watching his television. And that, that's kind of strange. Because my father died, you know, 11 years ago this year, and mm-hmm. this, this boy is a toddler. So anyway, um, I don't think that they do have a clue. For instance, um, I, I was meant to speak to Professor Chow, uh, uh, Chirua, um, Clive Chirua, and yes. just to ask him to verify, because somebody has said, but Professor Chirua says, our <laughs> problems with uh, electricity generation is just a little tweak. It's just a little tweak. I think in the turbines, just a little tweak is required. In order for us to generate enough electricity mm. and stop all this load shedding, which is, which is affecting business, small businesses, especially small businesses in the high-density areas, 
look, it doesn't matter where you're small or not. It's a business. It's creating employment or generating income. So this Zesco issue is, 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 is really, really affecting people and making it really worse. I mean, things were bad before. This is, um, I don't even know how to put it. It's just a, a, a knock-on effect. It's like a domino effect. And mm-hmm. I don't think they know. I don't think they know. And what I said to uh, Tutu Angulure, he came up to me after the debate, uh-huh. and he said, he asked, he asked me a question, and then I said, you know, I was joking, and this is how now, you know, this is now not, maybe not Princess Mundi, but it's Monica. And I said, who are you exactly? I don't give um, advice for free. And then they all looked surprised, and then my friend said, but this is Tutuangulu. I said, I, I'm so sorry. I didn't see you because I didn't have my glasses, so I just heard the debate. I didn't see you, you know, and I said, this is, now I know what you look like. Nice to meet you. You know, and mm-hmm. then you said, you know, other things and so on and so forth. So you know, for me, I'd, I'd never, I'd never met uh, Tutu and but I don't know. Again, I would like to sit down with him and maybe ask him, "Do you?" Re-? And so what I said to him was, "Look, as my younger brother, this comes from a, a, a place of love. It really does. Listen to the people. Listen to the people, because you people, you guys in power, are sounding exactly, exactly." The mm-hmm. way MMD sounded before they lost the election to PF. You are not listening to the people. You are blind to their problems. And these problems are far, far worse than mm. where we were in MMD. I tell mm. you, I think most of us would give our right arm to go back where we are. We were in 2011 in terms of economically, in terms of where the quacha was, in terms of the opportunities that were there, in of the technocrats that were in place, in terms mm-hmm. of the business leadership that was in place. Business leadership during MMD used to point, say, no, 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 this policy is not working. And they flash it out. It was so stimulating. Business was to go head on head, sharpen, sharpening each other. And technocrats from government would come back. These were highly accomplished men and women. The, but now, unfortunately, Interesting, you talk about leadership. I, I think somebody wants to ask a question. I allow one or two people to ask questions. You, I saw yes. something on your Facebook, on your Facebook page, the Monica Heisenberg yes. page. You talk about bring oh. back Peter Magande and Fundanga. Oh my God! When was that? That was what year? Yes, it was. It's still valid. Why? But I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at what year was that? Uh, I think it was last year or something like that. Well, those are... Why why, why did you say that? Why did you say bring back Peter Magandhi and Fondanga? Because they were brilliant. Because they were brilliant at what they did. And we want brilliant leaders. And Mm. we deserve brilliant leaders. I want when I I want when I look at my minister of whatever I'm like yes even if I don't agree with the policy this is what people don't understand and and unfortunately people have been bullied into corners I don't need to be the same party as you to agree with you or disagree with you that's true there'll be some things I there'll be some things I agree with it doesn't mean I'm going to join your party tomorrow no there are some things I just with it doesn't mean I if I'm if I belong to a party which I'm not a card carrying member for any party but if I belong to a Y party and I disagree with them today it doesn't mm-hmm. mean I need to leave and form my own party let's write it out let's 
brush it out. You That's know, let's brush it out to the point <clears throat> where we are brilliant, our policies are brilliant, because that's what the people deserve. Brilliant leadership. I always say that unfortunately, and fortunately, and this is a belief of mine, okay, bring in Umusungu tomorrow, come, put them in government here, and like, let's pick the, the brains all over the world, come and put them here. They'll sort this out in two seconds. If they're not frustrated by the civil service, which is, let me, I don't want to go there, but let me just leave it there. Let me just leave it there. <clears throat> let, me, let, me, let me allow somebody to ask a question before, because there's a, there's a fundamental thing I want you to address at the end of our discussion. We have about 13 minutes. Uh, 905 is this Canada? Go ahead. Area code 905. Okay, they, they indicated they want to ask a question. Uh, oh, sorry. Now I'm muting people. I'm not supposed to be muting. Um, okay, chairman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I, have, I mean, actually, I have a lot of questions, but uh, uh, time has been taken by by Miss Prisons. Miss Prisons, uh, one of the quotes uh, which I had posted. Uh, something you said uh, in that was uh, how um, they are with this prayer and uh, thing they've brought, they, they've brought in, in, in Zambia. Uh, the whole question of religion, uh, politicians using religions uh, to, uh, yeah. to take your words, how, number one, how do we get to this, uh, how, how do we tell our, our our people uh, to open their eyes that these people are uh, in this religion thing, uh, not that they love God or they love um, uh, the teachings of the Bible, but it is there for for their yes. own good. How do we reach to our own our own relatives and our, and the, and the general the general public? Uh, the second part uh, to, my, to my question, Princess. Uh, on Bill 10, uh, the proponents of Bill 10 are telling us, tell me which part of Bill 10 you don't like. Uh, my answer right now is what John uh, um, Sangwa said. We have 17 months before the election. Who does that? Yeah. How do you change an elect a constitution when you have only 17 months? Forget it's good, forget it's bad. You have 17 months and you want to change the rules. Mm -hmm. Who does that? Yes. But but I think um, it's chairman, is it? I. Uh, <laughs> chairman. <laughs> my, my name is Roger. I'm, uh, my name is Roger Chad Hi. here in the Prairies in Canada. Hi, Hi uh, Mr. Charlie. Um, you know what? The, the the problem with being asked, what do we do? For me. Um, people, like for instance, they're calling me confused over religion. Now, what I said is that because I, I, I revere my ancestors, the fact that I'm alive means my ancestors didn't die. So there were strong mm -hmm. people equally mm -hmm. with yours and Mr. Nkamas and anybody listening to this um, uh, program. The fact that your ancestors thrived and survived in God knows what conditions can we thank them and revere them? Because without them, we wouldn't be here, number one. So they have their own religions. I was asked my father, because you see, even with this 
uh, change of name thing. Um, Aizen actually means in coma, and my father didn't use the name that he was born with because, again, that was the grandson of, of a king. Don't play with his name. So going to religion, he once answered me. I said, so what was there, Daddy, before um, Islam and before uh, uh, Christianity? And he said to me, uh, Mom, that's what he used to call me, Mom, we've always believed in the living God. That's what he said to me. Africans have always believed in the living God, right? So what, so, what, so what does that mean? That's the answer to, to your question. So then whatever, whatever form your, your faith takes, it doesn't mean that now I stop you from believing but and try to convert you. I have a friend who is a pastor. I love her dearly. She's, she's, a, she's a childhood friend. She always tells people that if anything happened to me in China and I needed Monica to come and get me, Monica would get on a plane and come and get me. And, 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 and that's how she feels. That kind of, fre- of a friend she feels. She's a pastor. And she, she now says the most, uh, for me, it's arrant nonsense. But I think she can, um, she, she, but then a, another childhood friend of us were, ours was dying. And I went to get her. I said, you come and pray. You understand? But some of the, the things we talk about, we argue about religion because she's a bit of an extremist. But when it came to another child, uh, childhood friend was laying on her deathbed, I went in my car into a high-desk area, getting lost. I went to get her. I'm like, let's go, you pray. Let's go, you pray. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know why people are, are so set on that my religion is the only religion, but you're not living it. And the same friend there I you go. about <laughs> money, never has any money. So I said, how is this Christianity working for you? Because in Judaism and Islam, it is a sin to be poor. It is a sin to be poor. Okay? So that's the first question. I think we just need to lead by example and not try to change their um, opinions by force, but by love, by, by showing them what our spiritual walk is. Right? And they will come to us in a time of need. And in that time of need, that's when you say, consider it, consider it. Because if you're talking about the bill, uh, who, which Christian denomination are you going to use for those laws? And that was Linda Kasonde's point. So is it going to be the SDAs? Is it going to be the Catholics, the Anglicans, the Methodists, the African Methodist Church? Is it going to be the Baptists, hmm? the Pentecostals? Which Christian denomination is going to inform the, the, the enforcement of those laws. That is a problem, right? Mm. Um, yeah. So what was the second question? The, the second no. question was uh, talking about uh, uh, creating uh, a new constitution 17 months uh, before an election. Before we election. don't need it. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying we don't need it because as I said to before, one, there is no trust in the process. Too many people are distrustful of the, pro- of, of, of the process, and we just don't have time. So I think there needs to be a consensus, and I don't think there was consensus in the genesis of this process. There was no agreement right at the beginning, which is why the, agreement, the disagreements are just getting more and more. Who is computer above here? You put an error in at the beginning, and the error gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger in, in maths and in computing. You start with the error at the beginning, it's a problem. The error will just get bigger. So for me, why I'm saying that this will just lead us into chaos. Let yeah. us withdraw the bill and let us first of all, and also when you are stressed, do you know that your intelligence actually decreases by a huge percentage, which I forget what it is? Go and look it up. 
when you are stressed and your system is flooded with cortisol, your intelligence goes down. Right? Mm. So now we have an unintelligent population because it's stressed. So this thing is not the most important thing. It's actually creating more chaos than help. Mm-hmm. How is the bill going to help us today? And how is the bill... Do you know a, 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 a blackmailer called me because I had to investigate who this guy was. He called me. He was like a Timushushushu type, right? So he called me on Monday very early in the morning. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you guys, two phone calls I got. And I'm not going to... Um, I, I, I really don't care. I'm going to say this publicly. And the person can refuse that they did this or not. But obviously they were being listened to, so they know that they, they were being listened to. One guy called me. He said he's from JCTR. He's a Jesuit. And I say to him, great. My father almost became a Jesuit. I lobbed it back because I knew. Because there was a funny sound on the phone. I knew I was being recorded. So uh-huh. he says to me, no, but no, uh, if, you, if, you, uh, if Bill 10 goes through, uh, it means that it will be very good for the opposition. He was trying to trap me. And what I said is that I don't give a damn if it's good for the, for the, for the opposition. Is it good for Zambia? Is it good for Zambia and is it good for Zambians? That's the question. I don't care if it's good for... It can't be good for just one political party. How do you call me and tell me it's going to be good for the opposition? Huh? Hmm. And so anyway, he talked, talked, talked. In the end, he just gave up. And, and, and I said to him that I wanted to come to... He said, JCTR is in National Assembly. So I said, great. I'll come and see you in National Assembly, you know, because I want to take a selfie with uh, uh, Honorable Wesley Nurenda, who is my mother's uncle, and he was the first speaker of the National Assembly at Independence, okay? So he didn't answer. He's like, he didn't answer. So I called someone else. I said, who is this guy? He says, no, that is a known blackmailer. So, yes, he was calling you, trying to say that, oh, if Bill 10 is good for the opposition, I will change my mind. No, sir. Uh... The next. The next phone call I got, I won't mention the gentleman's name. He said he belongs to a WhatsApp group called Z Youth or something, and they wanted to invite me to go onto that group and belong to that group. He says, all the cabinet ministers are on that group. Everybody is on that group. And I said, but why would I be invited on that group? Now, he gave me a reason which I'm not going to give because we still need our leadership in its place. And this has got nothing to do with His Excellency President uh, Lungu, by the way, when I say that leadership in place, nothing to do with him. So he says to me, no, because, you know, just we like the way you came out, et cetera, et cetera. I said, no, I cannot come on that group. Why is there a group which includes all our cabinet ministers and other people? Is it, a, is it a party group? And they said, no, it wasn't a party group. I said, I want no part of it. But I've got a couple of aunts sitting on that uh, uh, same group because I've got a couple of aunts. One is a blood aunt. The other one is I call her aunt because she used to go to church with my mother. I said, mm. they know that uh, Minister of Fisheries and Livestock owes us money. If it doesn't owe us money, why did we work on the task force? Where do civilians work on a task force for two years for free? Where in the labor law does it say uh, private sector will work for government for free? I said, if they want to help me, let them make sure that I get my money from there, right? But otherwise, and the one aunt who is related to me, Tell her, she, she can tell you why I'm not the most suitable person to come on that group. Because if I come on that group, everybody will end up fighting. <laughs> no, I don't want to come on that group. Why should I come that? For what? Why have you come to look for me now? Why uh-huh. did you come and find me? With... Princess Mumbi is not for sale. Princess Mumbi is not for sale. Yeah. Uh, let, let me get a... 
Let me get a comment from one lady and we end the conversation. We've run out of time. Clotilda, go quickly. Uh, good morning, Princess Mumbi. My name is Clotilda from Houston. Uh, pretty much, I don't have a question for Hi, you, Clotilda. but I was, hey, I was very impressed with your fearlessness. Please just continue. Represent those without a voice. That's good. Thank you so much. I yeah. really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. So, as we, no so as we end this, Princess Mumbi, you made a statement and you said Princess Mumbi investigates. So that's the theme we are going to take, right? No, so what I want to do is because, because people are sorry, why is she why is she talking? She should just keep quiet. Why is she? And the other people, yeah. Uh, those who uh, 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 those who talk the loudest, I don't know. So I'm like, no, no, let me step into my loudness and let me tell the Zambian people why we should proceed with caution. The Great reason it should be removed is creating dissent amongst us. It is making us fight. You know, it is. It makes me really sad. Really, mm. it's devastating. Yeah. Because where we are going, we will not. One strike erupts. One strike erupts. None, none yeah. of us will be able to do anything. No. Princess, our time is up. Let me say thank you. This is not the first and it's not the last. We shall be talking. Uh, the, the phrase that you have come up with, Princess Mumbi investigates. Let's run with that. What do you say? I think so. Well, I'll still, like I said, I'll still, I, I've given the... the, the basically the gist of it i would like yes. to talk if they, if they can if they would allow me i would like i would like to talk to to people yeah. um who were part of the process yeah and i just have them on film discussing mm. their participation thank you we shall be in touch thank you so much thank you everybody thank you god bless everybody thank let's you. go back in for open forum thank you. Thank you. 